This podcast is sponsored by the Wilson Center, but it doesn't have to be. It could be sponsored by your firm. Just imagine it. A crescendo of electronic tango. Some love for your company and the enduring gratitude of our listeners. Interested? Reach out to us at lap at wilsoncenter.org. That's L-A-P at wilsoncenter.org. Welcome back to the Argentina Project Podcast, brought to you by the Wilson Center. I'm your host, Benjamin Gadan. And I'm your producer, Katie Hopkins. Katie, on the podcast today, I'm joined by phone from Buenos Aires by reporter Demian Bio. He's covering Argentina's presidential election for InfoBay. Benjamin and Demian discuss the return of the Paranus and why the election showed off Argentina's maturing democracy. On to the interview. Hey, Damon, how are you? Good, good. How are you? You seem very excited about Argentine democracy. <laughs> well, um, at least we're having some democracy. Or you, some, seem, like, you seem filled you know, with pride and you seem reassured by the quality of the elections uh, and uh, the uh, transition process so far. I mean, the bar was quite low. So anything other than maybe one president hinting that she wanted to bash the other one's head <laughs> with the staff is encouraging. Well, you mentioned the staff. I mean, last time around, if I recall, Christina fled the Capitol. She went to Santa Cruz, wouldn't participate even in the ceremony. Uh-huh. I think it was unclear who was president for like one hour. Yes, exactly. We have a president for 12 hours, Federico Pineda, the best president in Argentine history. No, no inflation <laughs> under Pineda. That's right. Uh, I don't know. Inflation is high enough in Argentina that even hourly, probably the increase in prices is significant. Well, we need to let him have something. You know, maybe <laughs> if, if it was, I mean, he was president between, I think, uh, 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully supermarkets didn't increase the prices back then. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but actually, no, look, you had, you had presidential debates. You had a free and fair election with no allegations of fraud, and you have a clear result, and you've had a breakfast, right, this morning Uh between the outgoing and incoming presidents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we are now a a beacon of democracy in the region. (laughs) Look, well, you have a non-Paranist finishing his term. Mm-hmm. No, 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 exactly. I mean, uh, I am kidding, but I am not kidding that much. All of the things that have happened in the past month, especially considering how bad the economy has been, yeah. have been really uncommon and very encouraging, uh, showing that Argentine democracy has matured a bit, at least. And look, it's common for those who, who follow Latin America to ask, why are Argentines not burning down this country? <laughs> you know, if, if they're upset in Santiago, how are they not you know, in the streets in Argentina, it seems like one of the reasons is what you've just described, that there are democratic outlets that are functioning and letting people express themselves in the urnas, no? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I would say there are two main reasons. One uh, is the one that you just mentioned, the fact that there were elections coming up and also that a big part of the opposition sees Peronism as a way to protest against these measures democratically is a big reason why, because if they saw no hope in any party, maybe um, you know, the social reaction would have been slightly different. And the second one that many people have uh, made reference to is the fact that after what happened in 2001, which was catastrophic, there were some buffers put in place um, by Kirchner administrations that you know helped 
prevent maybe future social outbursts. Uh, and I'm talking about maybe the Asignación Universal Polijo, the, the Universal Child Allowance, and other social programs that helped at least get people to not uh, be completely destitute. You know, of course, Argentina has a big part of its population under the poverty line, but these programs help them not to completely fall off the cliff. You mentioned that the vote for parentism is a way to protest the austerity measures um, that have been implemented as part of Argentina's IMF program. This is the famous voto castigo that you hear a lot about. Is that what helps explain why voters have turned to the parentists whose, you know, last time in government caused a lot of the problems that, you know, Mauricio Macri inherited and then, you know, failed to solve and, and even made worse? This is a question that I hear a lot from non-Argentines, which is how could they possibly vote for the same party that created all of these economic imbalances, and a vice president who is facing, what, 10, 11, 12 federal corruption investigations? Mm -hmm. Well, also, I think that the answer to that question has a, a few parts. When it comes to Christina Kirchner in particular, she's such a divisive figure that she will always have a big number of supporters who will support her. Um, no matter what, and no matter what the allegations against her say. Um, because as she has uh, stated in the past, she believes that most of them, or all of them actually, are um, manufactured and are a way to persecute her politically, um, you know, using the concept of lawfare to define what's been happening to her. And uh, her supporters tend to believe her. So that is one part maybe of the... Um, the argument when it comes to trying to explain why people voted for uh, the Pernists, again, despite um, yeah the economic situations that they left in 2015. And perhaps the the other reason, as you said, was the, the voto castigo. Um, many elections uh, when become a referendum on the incumbent. And even though the herencia, the, the inheritance, was very bad, and there is consensus on that. I think the fact that they were able to, you know, shift the blame on the economic mismanagement that the Macri administration went through uh, during the administration also helped them turn the spotlight from the herencia to what happened in the past four years. If this was a referendum on Mauricio Macri and his, you know, neoliberal reforms, his market liberalization, um, it doesn't seem like the message was all that clear. I mean, he lost, certainly, but he ends up, you know, within a couple percentage points of uh, his competitor. He, you know, gets over 40 percent of the vote despite absolutely disastrous economic conditions. You know, in your mind, what explains the continued support for Mauricio Macri from such a large segment of the population? Is it, you know, fear of parentism? Is it diehards who just won't vote for a parentist no matter what? Is it a, still a recognition that even four years later, many of Argentina's problems aren't Macri's fault? I mean, how do you explain the crowds he generated in the last weeks of the campaign in that, you know, tour of 30 cities in 30 days and his performance yesterday in the election? Mm -hmm. I think it's a combination of uh, all of the things that you said. The herencia, of course, was extremely present uh, for many people who also don't place uh, the blame entirely on the Macri administration. Then you have a third of the population 
uh, who is not going to vote for a pernist, and uh, the government has been able to present itself as the you know main opposition party. So um, yes, those are the the main factors that I would say uh, helped Macri get forty percent of the vote, and also um, the fact that after the the primaries, they instead of um, you know, conceding, I think, immediately, they they try to fight for the comeback, helped to gather this massive crowd. And I think uh, it played a big role in the... Of, it wasn't a, a comeback per se, because Macri did not win, but he did perform much better than in the primaries. Um, and the, the heavy and the, um, you know, intense campaign that he led during this past week uh, helped gather these this big crowds and also you know um, result in an election that is not all too bad for him as he said because he got 40 percent of the vote and uh, this means that the, um, the still government is going to be um, the, the largest party in the lower house in the um, next two years at least. And, you know, before we conclude, you know, this idea of, of Mauricio Macri and Cambiemos, Juntos por el Cambio, as the main opposition party, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like something to take for granted. I mean, given how badly this government has performed, given what has become of Argentina's radical party, which had been the main opposition party for a century, um, older than, than even Peronism, it seemed that there was a possibility that, you know, Cambiemos either would have disintegrated in this election or have reverted back to being merely a party in, in the capital city of Buenos Aires. And instead, it seems to me to be a legitimate force. Definitely. And I do think that the results of this election contributed to that. Because had the government got, I don't know, maybe 30 or 32 percent of the vote, um, it would have seemed like it was a, a very big defeat and that Mauricio Macri was done, meaning that there would have been a bit of a power vacuum within Cambiemos and uh, you know, maybe the, the radicals, the radicales, or other figures within Cambiemos would have tried to fill that vacuum, meaning that uh, the, the possibilities of the coalition disintegrating would have been bigger. But now that they're going to be the first minority, as we call, um, I think helps consolidate the coalition for the next uh, years to come. And it means that Argentina will have something that will resemble very much um, a bipartisan system for the first time in, in quite a while. Damien Bio is a reporter covering Argentina's election for Infobae in Buenos Aires. Thank you so much for joining us. Please. Thank you. And thankfully, our producer is a wonderful editor. That's me, Katie Hopkins. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to the Argentina Project podcast on SoundCloud and sign up for our weekly newsletter at wilsoncenter.org slash weekly dash asado.